in episode 163. I'm non-binary no matter how I look. I always thought that was such an important thing about being non-binary because you could look at someone and just assume their gender very easily. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I could look all kinds of different ways and I'm still non-binary no matter what. You know, even if you're closeted and you're like still presenting like your assigned gender, like, you know, I think that's such an important message. Other people might be able to relate to this, but I've come out to my parents like five times for the Dang. same reasons. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, sometimes just people forget. Superheroes are a really good way to talk about identity. I mean, you have like a mask that you have to wear. That's a secret identity, but you have to keep secret to everyone else maybe for the safety of you or the safety of others like that almost sounds like you know being trans growing up being closeted being trans welcome to the cross yas podcast the podcast that says yas to cross-dressing sexuality and gender Um, today's guest was really fun to talk to she was uh very spunky and, and very high energy um In today's episode, Joy tells some coming out stories, talks about cartoons that are meaningful to her and some of her passions involved with with cartoons and drawing and and art. Um, And she also talks about so, so much more. She's quite a fast talker, but it's okay. You can just put it on 0.25 speed or, you know, just listen to normal speed like I did. But she's super, super fun. And I was so happy to have her on here. Um. This episode's a little bit long, but I didn't really want to break it up because I, I it's not to me not long enough to break up, but it is what it is. Anyway, uh, this, like I said, this one's a little long, so hold on to your butts and, and please enjoy. Yes, 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 yes. Cross Yes Podcast, which is Elmirasol and Billy. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. Um, finally, after lots and lots of issues with computers and technology and cameras and microphones and websites and whatever, finally got Joy from, uh, well, I know Joy from the, the Cross Yas Confidential Discord. Uh, I met you there, oh my gosh, like almost two years ago, I think. It's been a while. And... Yeah finally am getting you on the podcast so it's been it's quite the joy (laughs) Uh, so anyway joy if you'd like to introduce yourself that'd be fantastic what a pun that's such a good intro uh it's like i've done it a time or two right (laughs) maybe before um yeah hi i'm uh i'm joy my pronouns are really any pronouns you might get into that a little later um so you know he, him, they, them, she, her, the basic ones. Um, I'm non-binary, which means I exist somewhere in the space between men and women, at least again for now. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of a lot of things that I'm still like working through and processing through when it comes to my gender identity. And a lot of it has been placed on hold a little bit because I'm 22 turning 23 in a few weeks and I'm like literally so busy with school. It is insane. School school is just like happening. And then like gender identity stuff is on the back burner right now. Like, Oh my gosh, I cannot think about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, 
and I, yeah, I, I think Billy's right. Like I joined like the Discord, I think about two years ago. So I think you were one now? of the. I think you were one of the first ones in there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I started listening to the podcast like I think around like so Giselle was like hosting at the time. It was like episode like twenty or something like that. Like she was like still doing like you know the episode like the like i think she had like an episode about wigs like oh, another yeah. about like uh, uh uh clothing like where to get the clothing and she's talking about like the girlfriend from hell and stuff like that all the mm-hmm, classic mm-hmm. the classic cross yes stories um but yeah i was like listening around that time and when i heard that there was like a discord server i was like oh shoot I'll, i guess i'll join that um but yeah that was like early early in my figuring out my gender identity portion which is when i started college so it was like I think around my second year at school um, and I was just trying to think about stuff and I was like, oh, hmm. I, I knew cross-dressing was like a word that I thought kind of described me for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And when I like, so I just looked up cross-dressing on, on, on uh, you know, Spotify and that one was one of the first ones that came up. Um, so yeah, but anyway, I'm rambling, so no, Stop it's me. fine. Ramble away. This is your episode. People don't want to listen to me. They want to hear your story and hear you. Um, so in those in those two years since you you found the podcast and you found the Discord and uh, it seems like you've grown a lot with with how you identify maybe and so you do you want would you like to tell me about that? Yeah, I guess I so. Because kind of um... I know it's kind of a broad thing, but I feel like it's also hard to talk about too without like like the context of the last i guess 20 years before that well then let's, because let's dive it's into like... that. tell me about <laughs> okay. tell me about that let's go let's go deep yeah sure 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 um because like i feel like as i feel like i started questioning my gender identity but it wasn't until like you know i realized that like oh shoot that's like kind of weird <laughs> you know I, I i want these things or like i want to look pretty or i want to wear certain things mm-hmm. um when I was like really, really little, I like maybe like kindergarten, so I was like six, six years old or something, like seven or six years old. Um, my younger sister and I, we would, you know, play a lot of games <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. Lots of like running around our backyard and the creek and, you know, jumping and dancing and all kinds of fun stuff like that. It's just like a good time. Like, honestly, like I know a lot like, um, like I look back like really fondly on my childhood, but I had like a honestly like an amazing time. Like it's awesome like growing up. Um and I grew up in Kansas, by the way. So Bible Belt, shout outs. Uh oh, but shout out Kansas. <laughs> shout out to Kansas. Um but yeah, I think I when I was like six or seven, my sister and I had this like hilarious idea that it'd be like really funny if we switched clothes for like a day or something. Um honestly I don't think it ended up being that, but I think it was like maybe like an hour. Um but yeah, you're, like, you're not you're not twins, are you? We're not, but we're super close. Okay. In age. Like okay, we're like okay. I think about like, you know, I think it's fourteen months apart, fifteen months apart. Um, so yeah, we look, Dude, we look pretty identical close. as children. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, uh, I remember wearing a dress that my sister gave me and it was like, I, I just remember that had flower patterns on it. And I also mm-hmm. remember looking in the mirror and being like, oh my God, like, is that me? Like, wow, I look so pretty. Like I distinctly remember that feeling. And I was like six, like, that's crazy. So um, but yeah, I, it was one of those things that kind of like stuck with me for a really long time. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, that was interesting. And I kind of wanted to recapture that a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, so like as I was growing up and stuff, I was that person who would sneak into people's, you know, closets and take their stuff and try it on while they were out of the house and then put it back. I, no one would I know think anything. a lot of I think a lot of no one there. <laughs> I think you're right. Again, Cross Yes podcast, like I never like knew that was like a common thing because I realized mm-hmm. that like, oh my gosh, like this is exactly what I was doing. Um, and I couldn't even explain why either, but I just remember just being like wanting to capture that gender euphoria and mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that feeling. And I can't really describe it very well, but it kind of, it's like a lightness. It's like a butterflies. It's super interesting. I don't know. And honestly, and again, I'm going to say it probably a few times, but you know, this was 13, 14, 15. So puberty, you know, it does feel good. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these things. And, and then when I was, I think I was about 16 or something like that. Um, my sister discovered, like, I think it was like, cause she did ballet growing up and I didn't do ballet, but it was mm-hmm. always something that I was kind of jealous about because like she could mm-hmm. wear like makeup and she could like, you know, be feminine, dance, all these kinds of things. Um, mm-hmm. And she discovered like one of her, like, I think her leotards like in my room. Um, okay. And I was like, oh. shit. Uh, <laughs> so that wouldn't go very well either. Like she was kind of like, oh my God, like, what does this mean? I was just like straight up honest with her. And she was like, okay. And then she like immediately tells my parents, which honestly, oh, no. you're a 15 year old. Um, but yeah, everything got sent into a whirlwind from there because it was just kind of like, like my parents, my parents were a little like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this is happening. And they mm-hmm. kind of like sat me down individually and like told me like this was wrong for different reasons. First reason was privacy of like you're sneaking into someone else's closet and taking their stuff without permission. My sister even was like nice about it and said, you can like, you know, look at my clothes anytime. And I'm like, that's not the that's not it. So that's not it. Um, but anyway, so there was that, like the privacy issue. And then there was the other issue of like, okay, but you are a man you are a boy like you can't wear these things you can't do these mm-hmm. things um my mm-hmm. i i have a religious background again bible belt who um but like uh i have a very strong christian background my parents and their family members and all that kind of stuff i went to two christian schools growing up one christian middle school and one christian high school so that was like ingrained in me of like okay this is wrong because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the things i've been taught and I think too with like especially with the idea that like god created man and woman nothing in between and also some Mm -hmm. of the levitical laws i can get into some bible history here okay but the levitical laws of like man can't wear women's garment women can't wear man's garment is something Mm -hmm. that is brought up so frequently and is hilarious to me because we ignore a lot of the other levitical texts (laughs) and laws um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm I'm still eat bacon and they said, uh, God said know. not to do that. Don't be wearing no mixed <laughs> fabrics or eating uh, shellfish. Yeah, mixed fabric. Thank you. You know, exactly. Yeah. So so that was, the, that was the thing that was brought up quite a bit. Like, this is why you can't do that. Because God would say you're an abomination if you do these things. So I grew up 
thinking that this was a part of me that I should get rid mm -hmm. of, that this, I mean, I couldn't even say it was a part of me. Like it was an infestation. Mm -hmm. Like it was something that mm -hmm. needed to be cut out. So I would like constantly like be reading my Bible and like praying. It's, it would just go away. I remember talking to my like pastors about it. And like, I didn't know if it was like a gender thing or a sexuality thing. Cause no one would explain these things to me. Cause no one mm -hmm. talks about like, the thing is about LGBTQ stuff is that either they are talking about it, like with, um, at least in Kansas for me was homophobia of like, okay, yeah, you can't be gay. And like, I didn't know trans what trans was when I grew up, like in Kansas, like I didn't have a word to describe what I was experiencing. And so, you know, years pass, go through basically the la last of like middle school and high school, burying that kind of stuff away. It would sometimes come up again. Like in high school, I started doing theater. I'm a theater kid. Woo. Shout out to the theater kids. Um, and one hear, of the cool things I hear about a lot theater, about I hear a lot about theater kids and P flag meetings. Oh, you so, did. Yep, that makes yeah, a lot of yeah. sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So like, um, theater was amazing because you know you can like really uh, uh, express yourself in ways that mm -hmm. maybe you wouldn't be able to, you know, otherwise. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. again, this is a this is a Christian high school. All right. But the cool thing about it was that the makeup artists who worked with us, like, did everyone's makeup. And I remember right. uh, I was in I was in The Wizard of Oz, uh, amazing show, obviously, Kansas. <laughs> who could have guessed? Um, <laughs> do, do you want to guess what role I played? I think I talked about this, but I, I can't remember if I've talked to you about it before. Do you want to guess what role uh, I played in The Wizard of Oz? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to guess. I don't know. <laughs> It's probably not obvious. Um, okay. Um, shoot, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think of characters, and in my mind, and this is bad, but my mind keeps thinking of the Bunchkins. I know it's probably not it. No, it's it. Are you? In, right. Are you? In the, I was are you the, in the mayor guild? of Bunchkinville. Yeah, I was the oh, mayor okay. of Bunchkinville. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping you're. I love the, how you the, got the there. <laughs> I, I think of the guild. Um, you know, they have their their dance or whatever. Their song. Yeah, the lollipop guild. Honestly, yeah, yeah, the lollipop honestly, guild. Yeah. And then the uh, was the Lullaby League. That was really fun for me because a lot of the Munchkins in that were like the little kids, basically in the in the mm -hmm. school. And so I had to like basically be a parent to all of them um, <laughs> during rehearsals. And then the other one who had to also like help out was my sister because my sister was the um, was Glinda, the the, mm -hmm. the, the good witch. Um, mm -hmm. So we shared the stage together, which was quite fun. Um, but the thing with the mayor is that I got to wear some really fun makeup with that. Like I wore some like, I think it was like green, like eyeshadow and like, oh, uh, I, I can't remember as eyeliner I had to wear too. Um, my lip, I think they did my lifts as well. Like I remember. Oh, wow. green lips oh, wow. So that like, was awesome. Like darn, I have to wear all this makeup. Oh, darn. Oh, oh, oh no. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> literally the only thing that they the added that i did wasn't that big of a fan was the mustache where they had to draw like mm. a little mustache <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> um, I get it i get it yeah you know you know uh but yeah i had a uh, you know glitter and all kinds of stuff it was it's the most fun i've had on stage and the worst thing is that i only did theater on stage for one year i'm a band kid too and mm. i was involved in the theater performances like since like I mean, I'm a freshman year of high school, but I was never brave enough to go on stage until my senior year of high school. And then I graduated. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, what did you play in band? I play alto saxophone. I still play it oh, too. Um, I did, yeah, I did too. No I way. Sax. You play alto? I did. Huh. I, did in middle, I did in middle school. Wow. Like no wonder we but I, 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 I really liked it. Um, 
I just got out for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. But I really liked it. It was fun. It, it was really it's similar. To, it was really similar to playing the recorder. Mm. Uh, ever, I don't know if you've ever noticed that. It's very similar as far as like the fingerings go. Eh, fingerings. Eh. Giselle would make yeah. <laughs> Where is my? Um, I usually have my recorder like very handy. Oh, shit, it's, it very, it's very similar. A lot of times I would practice on the recorder over my sax just because it was a little, a little less loud. There she is. Yeah, I'm not going to play similar. it because I'm going to blast everyone's ears. <laughs> <laughs> you can play an outro tune. Oh my gosh! Oh, don't don't forget that. Like, I want to do the cross yas intro. Like, I pr- I practiced that. I'm so ready for it. <laughs> okay. We can do that um, at the end. Yeah, okay. Remind me. Or if you um, want to do it now, if you want to do it now, that's fine too. Uh, let me think. Let me think. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Okay, um, okay. We can do it later. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to stay tuned. Um, yeah. Why was I talking about theater? Oh, yeah. Because I was like burying it forever and ever. And then theater was like one of the things. Yeah, that let me wear makeup. Yep. Um, so yeah, and I would keep like dressing honestly, like in the like comfort of my room, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I did like end up like, you know, making some money through like job and stuff like that. And so I could end up buying my own stuff, but it took a mm-hmm. really long time to get to that point. And I don't think I really did that until I went to college. Like again, like university is so cool because you can, you know, especially if you're like really far away from home, which I am, I'm in Boston right now, which is like insanely far from Kansas. <laughs> Did not realize that when I was applying to schools, but um, <laughs> just like I get here and I'm like, wow, okay. This place is so different compared to Kansas. There's a lot more pride flags everywhere. A lot more people being open about like, you know, their identities. And then I also realized that this might also just be like, a chance for me to kind of explore that too. Mm-hmm. So I remember like going to like, I think my second year again, started listening to Crossroads podcast around that time. I went to the store that is not no longer exists here in Boston, but is a costume store. Um, and I remember like feeling okay about it because I was like, well, no one's going to bat an eye if they think I'm buying a costume. Uh, so I got like, you know, some glitter eyeshadow and like some random like skirt, something just like messing around with it back when, Mm -hmm. when I come back to the, you know, my apartment and I keep doing stuff like that too. So I ended up doing some thrift shopping here and there, found some more places. I would never really be comfortable enough doing it by myself because I ended up coming out to friends like in my second year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I've, and I realized that I was like, wow, I've buried this for a really long time and it feels really good to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really not super healthy, but like my, I think my family is very used to burying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things like if you don't talk about it, like it doesn't exist, but mm-hmm. you know, that's not mm-hmm. true. Um, so yeah uh but yeah over the years i've gotten a little bit braver here and there of course there's the fun story of when i was on the cross yes discord server um and yeah so with that context in mind like my family knew that they i was doing dealing with gender stuff but they kind of thought i forgot about it for the longest time and so when i went back home i had to go back home in like 2020 for um because the pandemic started Mm -hmm. we all got Mm -hmm. kicked off campus you had to you know do do school from home and i ended up doing school from home for about a full year um before coming back uh but yeah so i was like trying to figure out like outlets to you know and seem to find ways to express myself still doing stuff in the comfort of my own room and the thing is with the discord chats 
is that it was nice because a lot of them were very late in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they were they really late. Seriously late. Like, I would be like, it's like 2 a.m. now in Kansas. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. like, you're moving on to 3 a.m. It's, it's fine. It's, I'm talking really I'm, quietly. I'm, I'm, no, I, so I'm really bad with like time zones and stuff. Is Kansas Central? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so we are, I was so I was on the same time zone as you at the time. I know I would I would jump on around like nine or ten p.m. and they would mm -hmm. definitely go on until like two, three in the morning. Sometimes I stayed until five, which is insane because we did this every day for like every at least, day at least four or five months. Like you could always count on like someone was in the chat. Like you could always mm -hmm. go in there. Mm -hmm. Um I yeah, that was like so so special to me. Like it was just such a great like um place to be able to like talk and vent and hear about like other people's like struggles and wins and you mm -hmm. know, and be able to just like see people and a lot of these folks like who were on the Discord chats then are like still like my friends. Like they still talk to me. They still send me messages and say like, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, the, the work I'm doing and stuff. But yeah, so I was on a Discord chat like one night or something. I don't know. It was going on at 2 a.m. I had put on like blue lipstick and like eyeliner and I don't know, mascara probably. I was just playing around with it again. I've snuck into CVS one time and was just like, I'm going to take this. And then I bought it real quick and left. Um, <laughs> so that was myself. I had it and I was like really late at night. I was just listening to people. Um, and then I hear like uh, a knock on my door and it's like really faint. So I'm not sure if it's really a knock. Like it might just be the house moving enough. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like really, it's really faint. And I'm like, oh, who is that? and then i turn off my camera like i step away for a second mm -hmm. and i like lean to the door i'm like hello and my sister's like there and she's like hey and i'm like okay and then i like open the door like slightly i no no that's not that's not even what happened i didn't even open the door i was like one second i didn't show my face she was like okay and she seemed like concerned like in the tone of her mm -hmm. voice she went mm -hmm. i can hear her go back into her room she's like across the hall from me and then I go over to her room and I knock on her door because I realize that, okay, this probably is a good moment to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already yeah. dressed up, might as well. So I had the, like, I'm pretty sure I paced around my room for like two and a half minutes before actually doing that. <laughs> but I went over to her room, knocked on her door, and then I barely opened it and I was like, okay, don't freak out. And she was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the <laughs> I am wearing makeup. It is okay. It's really cool. All right. And then she's like, okay. And then I was like, hi. And she's like, okay. And I was like, neat. I'm going to go back. And she's like, okay. Uh, I'm on the Discord with some, you know, transgender, non binary people. It's okay. All right. Then I went back. And then the next day, we talk about it. Uh, it seemed like nothing happened, um, by the way. We went back down, like, to breakfast or whatever. Mm -hmm, My sister mm -hmm. coming down the stairs. I'm like, she seemed like nothing. She was unfazed. She continued talking about the rest of the day. And then I talked to her a little bit later. And then she was just like, hey, I want to talk about this. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's like, so how are you doing with this whole thing? And I remember we talked about it for like an hour, maybe two hours. And I just mm -hmm. kept like everything was coming out again. And I felt really and I felt really good about it at the end. Honestly, my sister is probably the one who understands me the most in my immediate family. So it ended up becoming like a really good like allyship kind of thing. Um, and she that's was just good. like, yeah. And she was, you know, inspiring me to like, you know, talk to me family the rest of the family about it and that's mm -hmm. what ended up happening throughout um but you'll notice like in a lot of my stories is that i never really come out to people when i want to 
Like, mm-hmm. it's either discovered or, like, someone walks in or, like, you know, someone's prodding me. That happens so frequently, too. And it's, like, can I just come out when I'm ready? But it's, like, so frequent of, like, my my family or my, my parents especially going, like, so are you gay? I'm, do I have to talk about this right now? <laughs> so, like, yeah. So that happens, like, a lot. Um, but uh it really is interesting and i think that moment too was kind of an an instance where i actually did have a little bit of agency of like i didn't Mm -hmm. have to go over back over to my sister but i did anyway and that was like Mm -hmm. kind of one of the steps of like bravery of like actually coming out um, it's probably a a huge moment of like self-acceptance too um i I remember that night because i was there and we were all like we were all on the edge of our seats like let's What's going to happen with joy like what's going on and we were all we were you know we were worried and concerned and and when you came back you were so excited and like full of life and, <laughs> and that was that was so amazing to, to see and hear and i'm so happy yeah. that went well for you yeah it was just was like it felt like levity and that again like is such an experience of coming out and just like uh you know letting things out is that ooh, mm-hmm. i built my mic it's just um feeling lighter because Mm -hmm. you're not being weighed down by something that you're just keeping to yourself now so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just so so incredibly important um but yeah that was one of the experiences i don't know what else to talk about now (laughs) oh yeah yeah see i'll ask um so when you came out to your friends in college how did that go went well um i will say the first person i came out to um was one of my close friends that i met in one of my art classes i don't know if i mentioned this i'm an art major i make art i draw a lot of comics and make movies and stuff like that and that's what i want to do when i graduate um art majors fun fact a lot of them are really queer a lot of them are in the alphabet mafia and out and proud which is great and i have a lot of friends too like you know the school i go to is not an art school it is like very stem focused very like you know math science Mm -hmm. you know engineering so a lot of people who are out in proud here you know are in majors like those where i think it's harder to just be out um you know my roommate is in economics and talked about like how difficult it was to like navigate like you know a a space as a non-binary individual um but as an art major i feel like it's a lot easier to you know come out to people or at least like you know be accepted i think in some of the industries that we go into um so yeah but like yeah my closest friend happened to be catholic and she also happened to be gay and i was like cool all right how do you work those worlds together Mm. um was really curious about that for the longest time and kind of continue asking her questions about it um and i think one time like we were like talking in like the cafeteria this is like maybe a few no this is like this is a semester before COVID happened. um but yeah we were talking about like a crowded cafeteria okay and then Mm -hmm. i was like can I tell you something? And then she was like, sure. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm cis. Like, I don't know if I'm a guy. And then I kind of just, you know, everything else kind of came flooding out at that moment. And again, this is a crowded cafeteria. Like there's other people around here. And I was just like super nervous about, I kept being like, okay, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to say anything else. And then she was like, no, keep going. Like, I think this is good. And I'm like, okay, looks around. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was just like, and she was just like, thank you for sharing. Like, that, you're, that's very brave of you. And I was just mm-hmm. like, okay. 
<laughs> Thanks. Um, and I was still really wrestling with Christianity at the time too. And I still am to some mm-hmm. extent. She introduced me to um, an organization on our campus that deals a lot with, um, that is specifically for people who have an intersection of queerness and Christianity, but mm-hmm. also just queerness in any religion, um, even though it started out that way. Um, and I think it was, it's really cool. Cause like, you can go there if you like, if you're still religious or you've experienced religious trauma or it's like something that you're working through and it's just a place you can talk about it. And it just made me feel very seen that this is also something that other people, you know, have dealt with. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I feel like it's hard for me to find in some, some of the queer spaces that I'm in of like people who like are still dealing with both of those worlds. A lot of people just like, you know, will leave if they've ever dealt with it or if they haven't experienced it they'll be like ha, religion sucks like yeah, just cut it out. Just cut it out. yeah exactly yeah. those silly christians um like yeah i grew up with that um so it's just like you know a lot of things that i'm still dealing with and processing mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but yeah it was just really cool to meet someone who's maybe experienced like something kind of similar um so yeah and then one by one i'd come out to like more of my friends and sometimes i'd come out to my friends and then a few months later they'd come out to me just a normal thing that happens yeah (laughs) um pretty much all my i I think uh i have four i have three roommates two of them are non-binary um i was i feel like i was the first i don't know maybe that's not true trendsetter uh yeah so that that's kind of where that like came from and then and then I ended up actually like fully coming out. Like I say fully coming out, but I feel like a big coming out happened last year. Um, I was feeling really brave on, uh, gosh, on my Instagram. Uh, and National Coming Out Day is October 11th. And mm-hmm. so I was thinking mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe this is a point to come out. I have a comic that I put together um, that said like, uh, you know, I'm non-binary no matter how I look. I always thought that was such an important thing about being non-binary because you could look at someone and just assume their gender very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I can look all kinds of different ways and I'm still non-binary no matter what, you know, even if you're closeted and you're like still presenting like your assigned gender, like, you know, I think that's such an important message. So I put that out there a year after drawing it. Um, and it was really cool because I got like a ton of amazing, like, just people I didn't even like know really, but like some people who I followed me like in high school and I knew in high school who were just like, that is so cool. Like you be you. I was like, whoa, okay. And I feel like too, with the Instagram thing, if there was someone out there who knew me personally and didn't like what I was doing, I feel like they wouldn't reach out or they didn't yeah. comment or something, Yeah, which is amazing. Um, so it worked out really well but then it also got a little overwhelming and i can't remember Uh who talked about this in like the last like few podcast episodes but i feel like someone mentioned something about how like they they came they came out and then immediately felt very light they felt like okay it's off it's gone but now there's new problems i have to deal with (laughs) (laughs) that that is totally the truth oh my god was that one that i did i feel like it is um Jeez, I just cannot I'm remember trying. who it was. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been I've been doing so many lately. Um, was it Tommy? Maybe. <laughs> might have been Tommy. It also might have been um uh, a resident philosopher. <laughs> yeah, could be. Hmm, I don't know. Well, yeah. if you, uh, um, if we figure it out, we'll I'll 
I'll put an edit, maybe. Probably not. I'll shout but. him out. Shout out to the last 10 people who've been on this podcast. Cause, for uh, real. For that real. resonated with me. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank, thank you all so much for, for talking with me and letting me put your story out there. Because um, just like with the Jasmine Chase episode, I'm, I'm really... I'm really feeling the representation aspect that, that she's pushing for. And, and I really want to push that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because representation uh, matters so much getting these stories out here. And, you know, if your story reaches one person. That's, that's huge. Mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. It's just like, I think, and like, again, like <laughs> this whole podcast, like, I feel like it changed I could probably say it changed my life. Like, I don't think I would be in the place I am now without listening to a lot Aww. of these amazing people. So, you know, Billy, you're doing the work. Aww. Giselle, you're doing the work. It's so true. So thank you. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. But yeah. And when I came out, it was like, you know, there's other things I had to deal with now. And also like, mm-hmm. I became the mm-hmm. resident, like non-binary, non-binary, but like assigned male at birth. Because a lot, I know a lot of non-binary folks who are also like, um, who are uh, assigned, uh, assigned female. At female, birth. yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I feel like there's less <laughs> of me. Um, also less, you know, black non-binary individuals. Um, so when that like occurred, the uh, Northeast, northeastern my school was oh, doing a little shout out north go huskies uh they were doing a like a piece in their newspaper um about non-binary individuals oh nice and someone reached out to me and was like hey yeah you're non-binary uh, you want to be on there and i was like sure i'm out now <laughs> um and i feel like if i did this again i would be a little kinder to myself and try not to rush things so much because like I almost felt like because I was out now, I was like, I can do everything, but I maybe wasn't looking after like my own, you mm-hmm. know, psyche. Um, and it was great. Like I had a really fantastic interview and I got, to, you know, dolled up and got to go into the studio and they took awesome pictures of me. Dang, so I was just like, yeah, it was so fun. I, I was so scared though. I was wearing like a freaking jacket walking over there. Um, and like, you know, I, did, I wasn't wearing my heels either. Like I put them in my bag and then mm-hmm. put them on when I got there. Um, so I was still like, you know, a little like just scared of like how people would perceive me just on the street kind of thing, um, which, you know, ended up becoming more often than not a, wow, people don't actually care. So oh, it's, like, it's like what Giselle <laughs> says. People don't care. Nobody cares. All the time. <laughs> yep. Just like Giselle says. So that is like something constant that I deal with. I almost... I do have this perception of like, I'm walking down the street and I feel like everyone's looking at me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually that's actually not really the case, especially here on you know my campus, my liberal haven of Boston. Um, is, is, that something that, is that something that still happens that you still deal with? Um, a little bit, yeah. I, um, I, I'm, I, I think I maybe I'm a little bit ner- nervous when I'm walking around when I'm wearing things that are femme, mm-hmm. um, but not as frequently. And I also feel a lot more comfortable when I'm walking with other people than I know, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, yeah. So like, you know, I guess a fun recent thing that's happening, like literally tomorrow. So after this uh, is uh, we have our first queer prom that's happening Ooh, here fun. on our 
on our campus. And I mean, it's happened in the past, but I wasn't around at that point. And if it did happen, I was not out. So I was not comfortable going to it. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited about it. And I get, you know, I have my outfit planned out. I'm wearing like a green jumpsuit uh, that I got from a thrift store. Uh, and, please share um, a picture because I want to, I want to see that. Absolutely. I'll share it in the CrossYas Discord, which you can find at crossyas.com. What's it? CrossYasPodcast.com? CrossYasPodcast.com. Yes. It's on the It's on the bottom right hand side. And over there, there's also a link to buy myself or Giselle a cup of coffee or Ko Fi, or however you say it. Or if you want to join the Patreon, you can donate three, five, or ten dollars for the Patreon and get possibly get some really fun bonus content. It's hmm. probably not rated R. Probably maybe rated worse. Maybe I don't know. People like Who it. Who says? Who's to know? Only way to find out. Join the Patreon. Yeah, pay us money. <laughs> help, help support the podcast and and you know, host stuff. Um, yes. <laughs> that, that, that's cool uh, about the the, the prom uh the, the church that i go that i started going to recently it's episcopalian yes, or Epis- episcopal yes, yes. um mm-hmm. they had an lgbtq prom in june so i missed out on that but that's super cool and i, I wish i next time i definitely want to go so yeah please please let me know how that goes i'm, I'm super interested absolutely it's, it's a lot of fun i mean you know it's just like I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know what it's going to be like, but a lot of our friends are going to be there. Yeah, Yeah, so your friends will be there. It'll be fun. You're going to have a cool, you said green jumpsuit? Mm -hmm. Oh, I also got shoes. Oh, my God. Another recent experience that happened. I went thrift shopping and tried on shoes in store for the first time um, last month. Uh, I went with some friends and I remember like being in the thrift store at the, we had, there's like a two level thrift store. Okay. It's a big store. It's like a consignment wow. store. Um, and like, I was like, okay, I really want to like try these shoes on, but there's people around. And then I went over to my friend and I was like, Hey, I'm going to try on some heels. Can you spot me? And he was like, sure. <laughs> and then I, I tried on the stilettos first because of course I go for the most complicated, difficult shoes. Of um, and I was like, okay, let's not do that and then i got some shields uh i ended up getting some shoes that has like kind of a smaller heel um but uh yeah super cute and i was like i'm so ready and i it just all again like the feeling of euphoria like walking around in heels in a public place is crazy so yeah just it's it's little steps like i really also am realizing that too is i can't just do everything in one day Mm -hmm. um you know it's just like one one day after another try something new and see what happens um so yeah that's where i am right now i think that's like a total misconception is that you have to do everything all at once definitely Mm -hmm. like take baby steps do a little bit here a little bit there uh take your time take do what's comfortable i mean you know get out of your comfort zone a little bit but yeah i mean you yeah exactly you can't like break the shell without like you know breaking Mm -hmm the show yeah. uh which is gonna be uncomfortable but also knowing that like you don't necessarily need to do it all at once is mm-hmm. super helpful and i also see a lot in media of like you have to come out you have to come out because it's for everyone else and it's like okay just come out when you're ready mm-hmm. <laughs> please mm-hmm. you know when you're most comfortable if, again if i had that privilege i think that would have been really nice to have um so do you think you would have waited longer to come out I feel like I would have, um, just because it would have made would have made high school a little less complicated, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I, I, again, with that too, like I come out to other people might be able to relate to this, but I've come out to my parents like five times for the Dang. same reasons. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, sometimes just people forget, uh, <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> and sometimes, and sometimes every now and then I will like come out again. And then like my mom will be like, I knew this already. And I'm like, but I feel like you do. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it would have been different otherwise or been more comfortable. I feel like it would have been nice to maybe not go to like a, a Christian school growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there might have been some things in there that maybe I wouldn't have if I didn't go. Mm-hmm. Who's to say, really? Yeah, I mean, um, you can't can't dwell on the past and then think about like you know what what if what if this was different what if that was different because yeah you've already lived it you've already experienced that that that's made you who you are today exactly no very fair so yeah that <laughs> lots of different things have happened little things here and there um that i feel like are just like awesome and i feel like also like i feel i felt more <laughs> joy uh <laughs> than i ever have really um, even if I'm still like a little worried about like the future and what that holds too. Cause I honestly feel very protected here on campus. Mm-hmm. I know like, um, I feel like every school has their issues when it comes to like good representation of like, um, LGBTQ people, you know, people of different races, um, ethnicities, stuff like that. But nor- you know, this school is nothing compared to what I grew up with. Like, <laughs> it's crazy how like many different types of people I know here compared to how many people I knew at my tiny, tiny Christian school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything's better than that. But I do know that the real, the real world outside graduation can be very different, especially depending on where you live. I know Boston. Boston. A lot of people say Boston's like this liberal haven of just like everyone loves everyone here and it's like no 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 no. boston's one of the most segregated cities in the united states okay Mm. that's an issue also some of the highest housing rates in the united states it's just like one of the most expensive places to live in so there's a lot of issues here that need to be solved still and uh i know i'm gonna have to like end up dealing with that no matter what kind of city i move to Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so you know all kinds of for me, like, you know, the high cost of living and stuff, because I moved to California, I, mm, I kind of from that. Texas, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I feel you with the, I don't know if Texas really is considered the Bible Belt, but it's definitely South, mm, yeah. South, Southern-ish, uh, Southwestern, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's kind of its own, like, weird thing. But, mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. consider the, the high price and, and all this stuff kind of a happy tax. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so you like, so you're saying you definitely like it more in California than you do in Texas. For sure. For sure. I feel yeah. like I can be myself a lot more and people are a lot more accepting of, of, you know, who I am and how I present myself. Do I still have my issues of like going out and, and stuff? Of course. I, of course I do. Um, but you know, just like you, I, I'm taking baby steps and, and getting out of my comfort zone and, and making those changes and, so it it does help it, just to get those little things. Those little things help. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I really, really want to move to California when I graduate. So oh, fun. Well, if you're ever around, you know, look me up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, my parents are actually they met in San Francisco. Oh, fun. Um, so I actually have some family in both San Francisco and LA. 
Uh, and then they moved to Kansas City because my dad had a job opportunity in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, Dad, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to California. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm also just such an example of like, oh, God, like, you know, I'm queer. So I got to move to the coast. So yeah, that's but, probably yeah. not very helpful to the people <laughs> in the Midwest. <laughs> but, you know. There's some things I still go back there for. And I think Kansas actually is, especially where I live, like closer to the city, is getting actually a lot better. Mm. Um, you know, we uh, uh, kept abortion as like a constitutional, like, you know, amendment on our wow. constitution just in August. Um, and by a pretty heavy margin, too, which was really surprising for a Bible Belt state. Yeah. Um, and we voted on it, which was awesome. A lot of other states didn't. They were just had like you know laws that were immediately enacted. Yeah, Texas um, is one of those. Texas like, is one of like, them. Nope. Yeah. So there's that, which is pretty, I you know, pretty cool about Kansas, and also just like I think my county especially is just getting a lot more blue, um, mm-hmm. but also just a lot more accepting. Um, I think, and a lot of like you know immigrant families are moving in. You know, um, a lot of new businesses are starting up and stuff like that. But it still is a you know its own little issues of like you know they're chopping down the forest. Yeah. <laughs> the prairie is very important to ecology. Um, so yeah, but I think I think it is actually getting better and a better place to grow up for people who may you know be queer or you know. Do you think that's because of the diversity there? Or the new, I think the so. New, the new coming of diversity. Yeah, I definitely think so. And, um, you know, we, we, we really strive on like having like really good public schools too. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to a public school, I went to private school. Um, but we have like some pretty, some pretty, some pretty good like infrastructure when it comes to that. And then also like, you know, I love the city. Like I, again, Boston, fantastic. One of the best places to live in. Cause you can just get around, you can walk anywhere and you know, you can take a train if it's too far. Um, public transportation is fantastic. Something I do miss about Kansas, it's the country. <laughs> so you mm-hmm, get this, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very quiet sometimes. There's beautiful places to bike um and just like drive around in i hate driving but i will sit in the passenger seat (laughs) as someone drives me down a country road it's just a very different aesthetic they also have some very beautiful clouds in kansas i don't know if that's the same about texas but some gorgeous Uh, skies yeah actually um that Mm -hmm. is one of the things that i really miss about back home is you know Mm -hmm. because i'm in around la so it's just it's like the sprawl of the city just basically everywhere you go and i I miss being able to just go out in the country like driving out for 15 minutes and you're out in the country middle of the sticks and it's just quiet and there's all kinds of clouds like here in la like clouds are kind of hard to come by sometimes yeah i mean it's nice it's really nice most of the time of the year like it gets a little hot in the summer and the winter's pretty mild but you know, I I do definitely miss going out in the country for those like country drives. Yeah. When I do now, you guys get like, rain. Do you have rain any anymore? Yeah. In California. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when it rains, like it's the most. It's just like sprinkles, and yeah. the whole like the whole state freaks out. Like, oh my yeah. god, we need new tires. We need new windshield wipers and. My my works company my company will send out like a company wide email. Make sure you get new wipers and be careful on the roads. And it's like it's just sprinkles. Like come on, it's just sprinkles. Come on. It's like when it snows in Arizona. It's like all yeah. the schools get shut down. And it's like oh well, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely the, 
for my back back home for me when it snowed or just ice over like an inch or something the whole town mm-hmm. would shut down that's crazy <laughs> yeah we get snowstorms in kansas <laughs> you probably get more you than get... more two seasons right yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know i like I like the year-round nice weather. I think it gets too cold in Boston. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy the heat more than um, the cold. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I, I like it here. And, you know, there's there's places you can go, like, during the summer when it's hot. Doors, you know, it's not too bad. You go to the beach or go up the mountains or there's ways to escape. And you can, and like, in, around L.A., you know, you, if you want to go see snow, go up to Big Bear. There's snow exactly like California is just so like diverse, honestly, and it's mm-hmm. like landscapes and it just makes me so happy. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> the types of places you can go. It seems like its own country, honestly, kind of um, which honestly seems like it is. <laughs> yeah, I was just mm-hmm. writing about um, this thing on my paper. So I'm writing about the animation industry um, because we have to write about like uh, our field and like what we're going to bring to our field and stuff like that. And I was writing about something called the L.A. bubble. I don't know if you've heard about this. No, no. But it's this idea that, like, what happens in L.A. is, like, everything to people who live in L.A. And they sometimes may not remember (laughs) that there's the rest of the country. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a critique. (laughs) I totally, I totally understand. I totally get that Mm -hmm. because it is like that here. It's so like that here. Yeah. Even me, like, I, I, stuff back home, I don't, it's like, or anything else, like, I don't even really pay attention to anymore the only, the only reason i know anything about anything else going on is because of the people on the discord that's very fair hey that's that's a good place to get your news honestly it's true um <laughs> that was the, i guess the other thing that i've noticed is like actually a logistical thing is that like by the time people wake up in california a lot of stuff has already happened <laughs> mm-hmm. in the rest of the country because of time zones uh so you know it's whatever but oh so many people are active fun. at 4 a.m for me and i'm like Stop chatting. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Just a few more hours, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see if I end up in California. It's just a matter of like what I decide to do after school because I'm still mm-hmm. like mixing around whether or not I want to do grad school or whether or not I want to do an internship immediately. I have had so many, um, I say so many, I've had a few internships mm-hmm. in my field, but they've all been in academia. So they've all just been like me working at a university doing video stuff or me working at another university making an animation for something. And it's like, I would really like to get some entertainment industry experience, please. For sure. And I know California is like, you know, the haven for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So it might end up being there, might end up being New York. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I have well, a li- I have a few more months to figure that out. So if you if you ever come come this way and um you know let me know and we'll go, we'll go out and and see the town or whatever. Yeah, sure. Or I'll absolutely. Uh, I'll tell Giselle she's got to get out of her cave. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hmm. Trying to think what else I haven't talked about yet. Can I get a uh, can I get some water real quick? Yeah, go ahead and get some water. I'm gonna do. I'll do a, a promotion for the. Oh, let's go. Yeah, you go go, down. and I'll just I'll do a commercial, <laughs> and I'm not gonna edit this out. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, so if you're if you want to support the Cross Yas podcast and help me and Giselle pay for the website and hosting for the podcast and maybe you know 
the time that's involved in this because it does take time to record episodes and edit episodes and all this other fun stuff. Go to the Cross Yas Podcast website. It's just C R O S S Y A A S P O D C A S T dot com. <laughs> Uh, and you can find the Patreon links in the bottom right-hand corner. And there's also, like, Coffee Ko-Fi, whatever you call it. I think it's Coffee. She's also Ko-Fi. Or if you would like to chat with me, Joy, or any, any of the other CrossYoss listeners and guests, you can find a link to join the CrossYoss Confidential Discord server. I'm getting pretty good about that, I think. I'm doing it so much now. Anyway, uh, Joy, back back to the podcast. <laughs> It was beautiful. It was so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been rehearsing. Yeah, I've done it a few times. <laughs> I sneak it. I sneak it in when a guest's being real quiet or like thinking about something, or I have to get up to go to the get drink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but be- it, my mind is better than me just like having to edit it in. It's like I'd rather just like say it live. Mm-hmm. Is that lazy? Maybe it's lazy. No, what are you talking about? That's that's using your resources. <laughs> that's it's doing it on the spot. I'm just you know I'm uh I like to do stuff on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Why prepare? Why prepare for stuff? Just like let's do it. Thank you. I'm trying to get to a point where I can do that. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Um, so I, I, I uh, you go ahead. You had something you want to say. Oh, no, I was just saying I did a presentation like a couple of days ago in a class and I just did not have enough time to prepare any notes for it. I just made presentation slides and I remember getting up there just being like, oh, my gosh, this is just going to be awful to listen to. This is just going to be like me saying this, this. Oh, how about this over here? You probably noticed like throughout this podcast that I speak very quickly, too. I think it's just like um, it's, it's not even that I'm nervous. It's just like I think I have like a lot of um uh exposure to like youtube videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that as i grown up and they speak very fast and stuff like that so i end up like having a very rapid like words per minute <laughs> and so, lots of people have told me to slow down so, so please tell me to slow down if i'm going too fast billy yeah, well, so it's funny because it's, it reminds me of the sarah episode where i was i was joking that she's gonna we're gonna have to play her episode in like 0.5 speed so everyone can understand her <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, you talk fast. That, that's fine. I, I understand you, and I, I can follow. Uh, sometimes it's hard to sneak in a, a word or question, but that's cool. You have a lot to say. You know, this is this is your your episode. This is your platform. Okay. Um, so you do. I'm gonna ask you about um, like your animation stuff. So you, you like doing animation. How how did you get into that? Good question. I've been drawing ever since I can remember. <laughs> uh, both my sister and I actually drew a lot when we were kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like distinctly remember like, you know, kindergarten, like after this kindergarten after school program that we always had to do. My mom had to pick us up late um, where I would just get like every washable marker I could find in like the, in the room and get a big piece of paper and just draw all over it. And it would not make any sense like it would be like you know is that a is that a dog is that like a, <laughs> is that a person um is that fire coming out of his hands uh, uh it's very interesting um but i just i really like cartoons and like reading stories and watching stories growing up too and then i at one point or another i realized that people actually make it like it didn't come from just like 
out of nowhere. Like someone put like a detail in there. Someone put like a character in there. Someone put a score in there and someone wrote every single line of dialogue. And it just fascinated me with just the fact that like a bunch of people could come together and make something. Um, and I wanted to do something like that too. So I actually did have like a bit of like a weaving track thing of like what career I wanted to do through middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is due because I really like watching science shows growing up. Like I really loved um, my, this is gonna show my age, but this is like, <laughs> as in I'm not old, <laughs> but- you're like, you're like one I, of the youngest people on the Discord. I know. <laughs> so it's gonna be like, wait, that show's not old. The yeah. super old show. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, oh, that, the Magic that is, School Bus. Those are old. Um, I remember those when I was a kid. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's me uh, showing my age. Yeah, it's your age. <laughs> uh, I'm only nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine is older. It's okay. Um, yeah, like uh, lots of PBS growing up too. I didn't really watch a lot, like the main animation mm -hmm. networks, like your Nickelodeons, Cartoon Networks, your Disney channels. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time on PBS Kids, so I watched a lot of Arthur, Word Girl, Cyber Chase, um, Miami Gell, if anyone knows those shows. But just a lot of like you know edu edutainment shows, mm -hmm. and I realized that I. I think I liked the shows not because I was really interested in science and technology, but more because I was interested in how they cr use storytelling to teach, like how they use storytelling to like um, to 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 like get information out there, make it more interesting or engaging mm -hmm. for for younger viewers and for any viewer. Um, so I kind of like focused on edutainment a lot and like making comics that teach people things. Um, and in college, I realized that like comics is actually like a really cool viable thing that you can do, um, especially in the independent scene. And so I ended up making like several comics during, um, uh, I guess like 2020. So when the resurgence of like Black Lives Matter came back and stuff mm -hmm. like that about like black mental health and like how we deal with generational trauma and generational healing. These are things I've like been taught in some of my classes. Um, and I was trying to like apply it to like my own life and my own upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do more fun things too. Like I just finished a fun superhero comic called Superdog and the Pet Crew. Go check it out. Hashtag, what is it? <laughs> Hashtag pet crew. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, it's just really fun. And I also just really like um, focus on making sure that there's just really strong representation in my content, whether or not it's mm -hmm. in front of the screen or behind the screen. So mm -hmm. one thing that was cool about this, the superhero project that I did, Superdog, is that the entire cast is um, black and brown people in my community in Kansas City um, awesome. who wanted to try voice acting. And I was like, let's do it. Um, and, and and then this new comic that I'm working on for my final project, which we'll see how it goes, but it's about my coming out process. It's about like Ooh. being non-binary. It's about being, um, growing up in a religious background and like how we deal with that. But it's also a superhero story because I think superheroes are a really good way to talk about identity. I mean, you have like a mask that you have to wear. That's a secret identity, but you have to keep secret to everyone else maybe for the safety of you or the safety of others like that almost sounds like you know being trans growing up being closeted being trans um so yeah that's like the next thing that i'm working on but it's a lot of just like i have a lot of ideas for stories and i write all of them down and sometimes something happens with them it might become a comic one day or a movie one day we'll see um but yeah i i think it's just like i have so many my brain is like 
a filled with bees. That's what they say. Where it's like <laughs> all the time. And and it's just like, oh my God, that's like really fun. That's a cool idea. Yeah, and I'll write that yeah. down. Um, well, I, and then I, I basically love that. built I love a that. Out of it. <laughs> I, I love that idea. Your um your like coming out story comic. That, that that's super cool. I, I cannot you. wait. Yeah. I cannot wait to to see it and, and read it and oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, speaking, it's really exciting. Yeah, so speaking of that, I, I know you share, like, you a lot of times you'll share, like, cartoon clips of, like, LGBT things. May not necessarily be specifically LGBT, but they very similar relate. Are there any that, like, stick out in your mind that you think about? Oh, like that Which, I share a lot? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you've shared, like, maybe some Steven Universe before, or... Um... Yes! Thank you! Thank you! Good good point. I was thinking, like, specifically Instagram accounts. Like, okay, I can find that. Um, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, like, uh, like big cartoons that are on, like, TV. Yeah, for sure. So, Steven Universe... I was talking about this with someone earlier. That's really funny. Uh, Steven Universe changed my life as well. Um, it's, like, uh, a mix of, like, different media content on Cartoon Network specifically. I think Cartoon Network is one of the best in the industry when it comes to representation they're having a little mm -hmm. bit of issues now right now with like hbo max and like you know warner brothers discovery and stuff like that if you know anything about that um but cartoon network has been incredible and steven universe is created by uh, rebecca sugar who is a non-binary creator um and it is a fantastic it's one of my favorite shows because i think it taught it, it almost is less about gender identity and more about just how important it is to be <laughs> to have emotions <laughs> you know like to be yeah, yeah. able to cry to be able to like um to be able to talk about things and be able to like deal with actual real life trauma things that happen but it's also like super cute <laughs> at the same time um steven universe is like one of my favorite shows and you can find that on hbo max um uh yeah and there's also you know one episode that i point to specifically is an episode called sadie's song i think it's mm. in the first or second season it's probably the first season because it feels more like a filler episode so this isn't really any big spoilers or anything like that but basically uh steven steven universe he's the main character uh is trying to help his friend out um to do a talent show and you know, his friend, uh, her name's Sadie, she really doesn't want to do this talent show. Like, it's just not her thing. And But her mom really wants her to. And by the end of the episode, she ends up, like, coming to, like, terms with this fact that she does not want to do this. She does not want to do the show. But someone still mm. needs to go on. Someone still needs to do the pop song that she was singing. And so Steven is like, I'll do it. And it's like, okay, where's this going? And then she, <laughs> Steven puts on a Sadie's outfit, which is like, uh -oh. uh, it was like glitter and like, like uh, very pop inspired, like a crop top, something like that. And this makeup, amazing makeup. And he goes on stage and sings the song um, instead of Sadie. And Sadie is talking to her mom instead in the back as, as he's singing it. And the, my favorite thing about it is I, it's not played for comedy. Like one of the things that I feel like happens a lot with cross-dressing representation, you know, um, mm -hmm. and just like, you know, gender non-conforming representation is it's often mm -hmm. played as a joke. 
Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, haha, we're supposed to laugh at that because that guy is wearing a dress kind of thing. But in this, it's like Steven's actually slaying and doing amazing and everyone <laughs> loves him. And it made me realize like, oh shit, like this is something I could do too. So that was like a big turning point for me. And, uh, you know, Steven is, is written as a gender nonconforming character um they, they 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 talk about the making of the show and how all his powers are pink despite the fact that he identifies as a cis guy um so mm-hmm. it's like you know something like uh we're breaking down boundaries of what people think that this should be um and her mom you know uh steven like gets all of uh, his powers from his mom rose quartz mm-hmm. who uses everything like very flowery very like a feminine style kind of thing and yeah. he's like you know embracing these powers and i think that's just so so cool there's lots of other great things about the show like one of the first like um gay kisses on daytime tv um almost got them in trouble almost got cut out of the show entirely and they fought for it anyway um one of the first uh non-binary characters on the show um apparently all the all the the gems the gems are like the alien creatures are actually just not non-binary individuals as well um they don't really have like a gender in their like Mm -hmm. space world and it's like people get mad at this too and it's like uh, hello (laughs) we're aliens and it's a cartoon crazy (laughs) exactly oh wow you're getting so mad about a cartoon oh my god um but yeah it's like it's a fantastic show. I really like it. But there's lots of other shows on Cartoon Network that are also doing a great job. Like uh, Craig of the Creek is doing some fantastic stuff. Um, Adventure Time historically oh, has done amazing it. things. Um, and uh, oh gosh, I know there's another one that I really love on Cartoon Network. It'll come to me and I'll just like reveal it in the middle of a sentence. That's nothing to do with it. But yeah, no, it's fantastic. I can't think of what it is. Uh, oh, uh, not Cartoon Network, but The Owl House has been amazing on Disney Channel. Highly recommend that as well. Fantasy elements, very gay, fantastic <laughs> for young for young people and for families. I really recommend like families watch these these shows together um, because I feel like we all need more representation. And it, they're making studios mad too, which is super fun. I love it anytime. Good. Anytime a creator can like make something and make a studio mad, like why are you putting this on screen? It's just like so happy. Makes me so happy. Like rock Pixar the, got in trouble boat. for that earlier. Um, oh, say that again. Rock the boat. That's how change. Rock the boat. Rock exactly. The boat. I love that. I love that. Uh, Turning red got in trouble earlier this year for like silly, silly things. As mm-hmm. in like, okay, like we're gonna get mad because you're talking about periods in a kids movie okay, I guess we don't have periods then. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> oh no, my, my son can't know about periods. Why? Yeah. I would think it would be important. You, one would think and, and hope, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. assume. I would hope. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just very happy that a lot of like, uh, it seems like a lot of young creators are like just going into um, some of these networks and making some really cool stuff. So, that's yeah. awesome. I, 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 honestly, I cannot wait to see what you, you do. I, I see. I really see big things for you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, no pressure, no pressure, or anything. But no, you know, just, you know, from what I've, from what I've seen from you, it, it's all really impressive, and, and I think it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I really resonate with what you say about representation because it's just like it's everything. It really mm-hmm. is. In media, it matters, especially it, for younger viewers. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, that's why like 
think it's so awesome with with your your coming out story um comic that's that's so cool and even just yeah. sharing your story here like just oh my gosh it's like this excites me it's this brings me um a lot of joy um <laughs> here you go again billy <laughs> with the puns <laughs> no, but, but bro, i always i always say that uh, i just i was trying to not say it because you know but you know, <laughs> it really does bring me a lot of joy and now I'm bringing everyone else a lot of joy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else to talk about. Do you, do you have any other like uh, questions for me? Um, I probably should, but I never prepare. <laughs> I just like to I just like to listen and and, and ask as I go along. Yeah, um, no worries, no worries. <laughs> see, um. So earlier you mentioned you wanted to sing the intro. Would I did. Like to sing the intro. Do you want that now? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that now. Hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about that too. I uh, so I did mention I was a theater kid. I yeah. was highly involved in church growing up too. I don't know if that yeah. was obvious, but I was in choir, and it was one of the coolest things to be a part of. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, you also might have noticed too, but I have like a pretty high voice compared to like most guys considering I'm, and <laughs> i am like so jealous of your voice <laughs> i remember when i got on the discord for the first time i like spoke and they were like oh my god like who is this cis woman they let on this spot <laughs> they let in this discord mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's so funny i say that too because i used to be so self-conscious about my voice and it being very high and that it never dropped um really uh and and yeah so i used to be self-conscious about that but i also like you know would be on the phone or something and they'd be like yeah ma'am and i'm like i'm not mad at that for some reason i i feel like i should be but i'm not <laughs> um that was a sign well i'm so... i'm officially jelly so <laughs> yeah it's uh it's interesting to deal with but yeah i was an alto and like you know my choir so i got to sing with all the ladies which was fun um <laughs> fun, fun. Uh, yeah let me think about how the, the the show goes i'm gonna pretend to be like the podcast host or something yeah i, <laughs> I want to hear your intro like just just like free flow let it go let's see what happens that's what i do i just uh, let it go you just let it go just yeah. let it flow on this episode of the cross yes podcast <laughs> and then they do all the little clips <laughs> okay cool 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 and it's like you can you're gonna hear more about billy and what she has to say on this full episode so are you ready yes 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 cross yes podcast which is elmir saul and billy yes it. I love it. That's great. I need, I need you to record the M. Billy part to add on. To get rid of my terrible sing song one. You're like, and Billy. That's honestly like what you do. Oh my gosh. You don't know how many times. I guess I'm not a singer. I don't I don't pretend to be a singer. I listened to that recording of, of uh, Kirsten doing it. And I sang it with her like at least 20 times. At least 20 takes. And the one that I i use it's it's i still don't really like it <laughs> but i was like I hey if you want 20... me to record it i can record it real quick and yeah oh, i'll send it. it over to you oh That'd yes be hilarious. please yes please my little mark <laughs> yes please 
<laughs> I love that. That's so awesome. You did. You did such a great job. Yeah, I've been. I've listened to this podcast for too long. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend to diagnose anything. You know, <laughs> I'm just here to tell my story. <laughs> I've been. I, I've been. Um, so I've been trying to change the, the podcast format to kind of be more like Witches Elle does. You know, because before when I first released them, I was just you know welcome to the cross or hey it's billy or whatever and just like just jump yeah, in first draft it. and yeah, i, I kind of like that i still kind of <laughs> like that because it's just easier to like just put out uh, very much less editing but with um because i've been doing the video and the audio stuff even if i don't use people's video i can still just use my video i'm totally comfortable using my video um yeah i've been recording the intros and outros in video and then I just use the audio for that for the audio podcast, and then use a video for that. So it's it's kind of cool. right, 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 right. That way I don't have to like was... do it multiple times. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It sounds like you yeah. like really like figured this out. Like know, it sounds like you like became a professional in like a few weeks. I don't know how it's right. possible. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just uh, good. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a podcaster. I figured it out. It only it only took me a whole like half a year of like struggling and barely putting anything out. No way it's that long. Yeah, That's I mean so I, I I took over in January mm-hmm. and I um I did Jess's interview in February and I really sat one pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Then I did I feel bad because I did one with uh, Christina from the the server. Mm-hmm. I haven't released that one yet. I'm sorry, Christina. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I want to. I, I'll get with you and uh, see if you're still okay with me posting it. Um, and then I did I did one with Ty. It was just us talking, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how relevant it is anymore because it was just kind of at the the time chat. I don't know. And I did yeah. one with. Um, I did a bunch that I just didn't put out. Uh, and then I did... Who was it? It was... Uh, shoot. They went by Diane on a podcast when they first did their episode. Mm, Mia. It was Mia. Mia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually going to redo Mia soon. Uh, I'm going to get her another update. So I think oh, that'll cool. be fantastic. I love, I love Mia. I met her in person. She's super cool. And... <gasps> oh. uh, <laughs> I was so jealous when y'all got them get together in person. <laughs> one day, one day, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll oh have a big cross house get together. Uh, and then Please. I did. I had like my mental breakdown episode that I just released. I remember that and one. That one was really, really hard. It was a really hard day. Um, yeah. And then I did Emma's episode, and that was like three episodes in a uh, like a half a year time span. Yeah. And it wasn't really until August where I started like pushing these out a bit more. But since August, I feel like I've gotten a bit better. I've gotten a lot of good. Yeah, and again, like at a rate, like a really quick rate. I always yeah. feel like there's something I need to listen to, um, which is super cool. Um, That's good. But yeah, do you have any? It's do you have any exciting. feedback for me or anything you'd like to to see or or hear or? Mm. You can be be brutal. You can be brutally honest. Honestly, this podcast sucks. Billy, you've been been really messing this up, Billy. You're not asking the right questions. (laughs) You're not preparing at all. You're stepping in. 
no, not, not again. I mentioned this on the Discord chats before, but I remember like how distinct Billy's style was of just jumping into things compared to Giselle's, which was like more polished. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I think you're missing out on that first draft. Like we always say, this is what we say in art, some of our classes is speak in first draft of like, mm-hmm. don't speak like you just revised it or you just like, you know, or performing it. Like just speak like how you normally would speak. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the style. And I find that very cool about, honestly, the whole podcast. Um, it just feels like I'm listening to like two people talking, like, you know, in a living yeah, room. They're just having, you know, having coffee. That, that, that's kind of like, that's kind of how I want it to be or kind of how I like it to be. Mm-hmm. I just want, I just want to talk with people and, and, you know, more of just me listening, I think, and, you know, asking yeah. a question here and there. And like, I don't, I don't want people to feel pressured or anything. I, I, I prefer like someone being open with me and, you know, I, I would prefer them to do most of the talking because it's, you know, it's like for you, it's like your episode. This is your story. This is, you know, this is your time to, to be represented. It's like, I've already had my episode. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> There's certainly like a range too of just like, I'm jumping on the podcast to share my story and I might not be used to sharing my story yet. So it's mm-hmm. just a little like, so it's like, you know, a little more nerve wracking for some mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. And um, I totally get and that. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly like a journey of like, you know, making that happen. Um, but honestly, I feel like you're doing like a really good job. And it's like, again, making sure this podcast is like still moving and like, we're still getting episodes. It's just super, super exciting. Um, I remember just, just, there was such a drought at one point. I was just like, when's it coming back? I'd love to hear more. My walks are so much better with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying, um, I'm trying to release things on a a fairly regular schedule, I think having some consist- consistency is is pretty nice um but thank you yeah. i really appreciate it of course it. yeah and like you know take care of yourself too i think that's also the important part i think that like podcast you know podcasting is not you know it's not your like main job so just have fun with it i think it's something very important yeah, um, yeah. so as long as you're having a good time which it sounds like oh, you are with those ddts oh my god <laughs> one, one of these days we'll get you on a ddt Oh no! <laughs> do you I'm have excited, any? Um, do you have any suggestions for a debate, discussion, or tram stuff you'd like to hear us talk about? Mm, interesting. I oh, that's a good question. The debates are funny. At one point, I remember. I think it was like the second DDT you guys did. Um, there wasn't a DDT. There wasn't a discussion, <laughs> or no, no, there wasn't a debate. You y'all didn't know what debate to do, so you're like going back and forth between like, oh my god, like should we do this one? And they're like, no, that's stupid. Let's not do that. <laughs> and, then, and then it ended up being like really, really short because we're like, okay, we're moving on to the discussion. And I found that really funny. So, <laughs> so you know, that's like the that was like. It's the format. We don't even have good. We don't even have good ideas for it. We're just like, let's just do it. Let's just record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just like I feel like it doesn't necessarily need to be polished to be fun and to listen to, which I think mm-hmm. is you know again speaks to that being in first draft kind of thing. I did really like. I will say I really like the. I think it was a debate, or it might have been a discussion. I can't remember, but it was about like wrestling, oh, yeah, uh, first which is something. Yeah, the first one. I didn't know anything about wrestling, so mm-hmm. I was just walking into like I loved how like you explained like everything, oh. <laughs> and it was like, wow, this is just this just, this world sounds wild. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was fascinating to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would definitely. And Del Taco, that was funny. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. Team Del Taco or Team Taco Bell? I said Team Mexico. I said this oh, in the okay. Discord. <laughs> <laughs> um, neither. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, well, Taco Bell gets my name right on the receipt, so I'll say Team Taco Bell. Oh, that's kind of fair. <laughs> that's kind of fair. To be fair, though, um, it's cheating because I, I order on the app and I type my name in. That's. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I am, uh, oh my gosh, that's also one of my like fun um, sources of gender euphoria is uh, just seeing my name Joy on a Chipotle burrito. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> I remember doing that for the first time, and I was just like, "I'm so scared. What are they gonna say?" And it's like, it "Doesn't freaking matter, dude." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's funny. Um, so I, I go to P flag meetings. I meet like once a month. And it's, oh, uh, yeah. it's it used to stand for parents and friends of lesbians and gays, I think, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's still, you know, for like parents and family, friends or whatever of, of LGBTQ. Yeah. Um, but I go there and they were talking about having that like euphoria of, of using your your preferred name or your name mm -hmm. on like Starbucks or whatever. So that, that, yeah. that's cool you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I also yeah, I really sure. recommend uh, P flag for anybody out there struggling with family and and their their gender expression or sexuality or whatever. It's such a great organization. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, I actually don't think I mentioned this. I don't know if this is true anymore. I need to t I actually need to uh, get an update on this. But my mom used to be involved in P flag. Oh, after cool. I, um, not really after I immediately came out, but like in my. When I was figuring out gender identity recently, she mm -hmm. was like actually like actively doing research, and she would often like call me and be like, "I was just watching this show, and like you might know about it." And I'd be like, "What is it?" And they're like, "It's a show, you know, it's a documentary I found on like HBO Max about trans people." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, tell me more." So I remember like I don't know if she does that anymore, but she was very like active like in learning more about um, what it means to be trans and what it means to be non-binary. And she was involved in P flag for a little bit. Might still be, I should actually ask her. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I started going there when my ex-wife came out to me and, and mm -hmm. it's, it's such a great place for people to learn and, and just ask, you know, it's like a safe place for people to ask questions that they might be too scared to ask, you know, in a, nor a normal, normal situation or, um, yeah, I love it. I, it's such a great place. Yeah. So to sure. hear you going there is it, that's that's so great. I'm so happy for you and her. Yeah. So uh, can I go on a tangent real quick? Yes, I please. can't believe I missed this yes, <laughs> entirely. Um, so I talked about my parents a little bit. My parents come from very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Where um, my dad is, he's not a pastor's kid, but he was all like he was pastor's like you know grandkid. So there's lots of like you know religion in his background specifically um and my mom doesn't have a lot of that in her background but although she does identify as christian mm -hmm. um and she also uh had a had, had a brother um my uncle um who uh, passed away when i was really little and mm. he was um he was gay and he passed away due to AIDS complications. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I think like my family was very like concerned at the beginning um, was like, oh my gosh, does this mean that I'm gay kind of thing? 
which, by the way, still don't have an answer for. And I don't think I need one anytime soon. <laughs> Everyone wants me to get married. Um, anyway, so I say that because um, my sister and I have gone, you know, talk about queer stuff quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. my, my sister's bi, um, although she might not admit that. Uh, and um, she, uh, you know, uh, we talk about queer stuff quite a bit. And, you know, my sister was one of the first people like, you know, I came out to and felt like could be like a real ally to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And we were hanging out at my grandma's house (laughs) at one point. And we were just talking about we were talking about something very, uh, I would say, um, what is it? Uh, Conflict, not conflicting, controversial. Thank you. Controversial with pride. And it's whether or not kink should be allowed at pride. Um, there's a lot of people talking about that, about like, oh my gosh, it's inappropriate, get it out of here, but also how like kink is also like such a huge part of like LGBTQ history at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. So it should be allowed. Um, so we were talking about that in our grandma's backyard. My grandma is Christian, walks in to the to our conversation and is like, what are you talking about? And we're like, uh pride? we weren't sure because we're just like oh my god are we gonna get a talking to we're not sure and then she was like oh yes it's oh yes it was pride month because this is july she was like Mm -hmm, it's pride month mm -hmm. she's like oh wow like you know your mom used to go to pride parades all the time with like your brother her brother and we used to take them and i was like what what is this (laughs) what is this background um and then i asked my mom about it and she's like yeah you know we did that a lot you know we're in san francisco like that's like where a lot of the big pride parades were happening Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i just felt like wow that is really interesting and i kept asking like more about my uncle too because i really don't know that much about him Mm -hmm. um it's a lot of like again lots of people burying things that they don't really want to talk about Mm -hmm. and you know it kind of makes sense it's a little traumatic at the same time um so i remember when i was i was actually writing the story there my coming out story thing while i was in um while i was staying at my grandma's house and i just remember like hearing more about him there and just hearing more about like um the fact that we that we actually like connected to this at the same time and i remember too that like i we had like a family reunion at one point and i remember meeting someone and like their their partner and i was like oh my gosh like there's lesbians in our family and no oh. one talks about them <laughs> that's crazy so like i and i was like i have someone else in my corner kind of thing yeah, yeah. um so it's an it's a matter of discovery a lot of the time and i feel like i'm still learning a lot more about my history and just like you know what it's like to have that intersection of being black too because it's just mm-hmm. you know i'm a seventh generation african-american like my family comes from like enslaved people mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like there's a lot of like happiness and and joy that comes from religion for our family mm-hmm. um because of that you know background and you know it's just a lot to it's a lot to process and think about sometimes but i also feel like it's really important to remember intersectionality in that and those different places that we come from so it's been really cool hearing like some of the stories here on this podcast from other black uh you know uh gender gender different peoples you know love sure. <laughs> love barb's story for sure <laughs> jasmine was great i love jasmine jasmine or, or, oh my on, the, on instagram she's uh the i think the real bodybuilder barb yeah the real bodybuilder barb <laughs> uh, but on that podcast jasmine jasmine chase uh, i love her she's great yeah 
Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, it really is such like a journey and like, I know it's not all um, easy at the same time too, but I try to have fun with it <laughs> at the same time. That's great. That's great. That's mm-hmm. cool that you found, you found those connections in your family. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense why my mom was like, really like, was, was like, I remember like saying like, I don't know if I'm gay or straight. And she was like, honey, it's okay if you're gay. They have stuff for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's ways to protect yourself, right? And I'm like, oh, mom, why did you never tell me this? (laughs) So, yes, it's still, it's still hot top. It's still very hard to talk about in my family times. Like, I've not been to Thanksgiving dinner in like several years. Okay. (laughs) So, and I've heard stories about some of the things that are talked about during Thanksgiving dinners. Um, Is that a fear of... of is that a fear of yours of like going to Thanksgiving um, and seeing everybody? Yeah. Going home for the holidays in general can just be very like, you know, annoying. Like I, I go from a place where I just feel like I can really wear whatever I want because like no one's really going to care, especially in this space, no one's really going to care in my, in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I immediately, when I go home, I get that self-conscious thing again of mm-hmm. like, people are going to judge me. People are going to make like, you know, these, this, you know, uh i guess just judgments <laughs> about me and what i'm doing um so i'm i'm not very comfortable like i'm still not comfortable like wearing feminine clothing in front of them despite mm-hmm. the fact that i'm technically out um to, to to my immediate family so i don't know it's like i'm still working on that and i'd love to get to a point where i really can just like you know be fine with that but sometimes I go home and just like I get into like the mindset of it's time to be the boy in the family. Oh, yeah. uh, it's time for the role I have to play. And then I end up like, you know, I stayed there for the entire summer. I ended up like growing out my facial hair and like my hair got really long mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like up here specifically. And I was and I look back at pictures and I'm just uncomfortable. I actually yeah. really don't like facial hair and I'm going to shave this off tomorrow for a queer prom. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, is, and that makes me think like, you know, do I want to transition? Do I want to like get like laser hair removal? I just like, it's things I, I need to figure out later, but I think I would be more comfortable making those decisions without the the fear that I have to go back home to explain mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though they know, they know I'm not buying it. They know I like feminine things. So I just don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll get there. You're, um, you're a brave person. You're, you'll get there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're strong. You're strong and smart, and you know you'll 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 get there. Just take thank your you. take those small steps. Absolutely, yeah. Working on it. <laughs> well, I did know. get pretty brave this year already because, like, this semester, like, uh, one of the very first things that I did this year, and I think I asked about this on the Discord, was what can I do to, like, show everyone at the very forefront that I am, in fact, non-binary with, before classes start? And it's, like, we had our big fall fest, like, our big, like, uh, um, uh, big, big club fair, basically, that we mm-hmm, do, and mm-hmm. I'm involved in one of the clubs on campus. Um, and so I, like, you know put on some mascara put on some eyeliner put on some eyeshadow and and like everyone was fine with everyone was people were complimenting me they were just like oh my gosh 
wow they're that's like amazing. damn girl you're looking good yeah i was like thank you <laughs> i just threw this on so quick um and a lot of people too like alternate between so because i am like gender fluid non-binary mm -hmm. really um and this might change in the future i i still alternate between like my femme name and my mask name mm -hmm. like my given name um a lot of people still just stick with one or the other like when i am in queer spaces people still call me joy and then like when i'm in other spaces people refer to me by my mask name which is gabriel which is why my instagram is gabriel joy because uh, okay. i like you know having both of them up there um but it's weird like i have a weird relationship with it where i feel like i chose that because i didn't want to like offend anyone or something mm -hmm. like and also any pronouns that's the same kind of thing where it's just like you know, he, him, she, her, they, them, you can't get it wrong if I don't tell you what it is or yeah. else I'm going to be like really self-conscious about it. Um, so like, yeah, but then at the same time, I'm like thinking about myself and what I actually prefer. And I think I prefer when people call me joy and I feel like I prefer when people use she, her pronouns. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know yet. I have to make that like leap at some point. Um, but I am currently like, I feel like I have to cater to everyone who follows me because people know me from high school. People know me from mm -hmm. college. People know me in my family and they refer to me my different names that way. So yeah, again, little baby steps as I'm moving along through this, but it is kind of cool when, you know, people mix up my name and remember that it's like, oh shoot, like, you know, Joy. Or it's like, or they refer to me like on Instagram with she, her pronouns or they, them pronouns. And I'm just like, wow, you remembered. Like mm -hmm, that is mm -hmm. amazing. That's why I like preferred pronouns are just like, you know, so important. And like referring to people by the thing they want to be called is so important. You know, it makes people feel good and respected, which is so, so important. So sure, I'm going to rant, sure. but yeah. No, that, mm -hmm. that's, that's so true though. And for me, I, I, you know, I picked Billy as my name because uh, people already called me Billy. It's already a nickname for my my legal yeah. name William. So I was always called Billy. So Billy was just a, a kind of a natural progression for me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I totally get that. So you really can't like miss uh, dead name me because you know as long as you call me Billy, it's either way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's kind of fair. This is how you spell it, I guess. Yeah. Which I, it yeah. does get spelled wrong a lot, so that does mm -hmm. kind of bug me sometimes but you know whatever um but yeah I'll, you know i'll call you whatever you want me to call you i'll refer to you however you want me to refer you yeah but as of joy right now cool. I, I know you as joy and i tend to say she her for you yeah and i love that so thank you cool. <laughs> yeah yeah well dang joy it's been going on for a while already and i'm getting hungry it has oh my god what time is it <gasps> it's 30 Probably. i 28 minutes to submit my paper. Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> well, it's okay. Well, I'm fine. Yeah, before we go, do you have anything else you want to you wanna say to anybody? Or uh, would you like to sing us out even? Oh, yes. Um, Maybe I'll even say, like, just one of the things that I've just learned over the past, like, few years. And partly of related to this paper that I'm writing as well uh, for a class that I really don't enjoy, um, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get it done um, is just like the idea that like every, you know, like 
it's kind of a little like negative to think about, but like anything could anything could happen. Like this, everything could be over in like a minute. Mm -hmm. Like I, we're talking about the universe and how like the universe is like collapsing in on itself currently. Like the walls are like shrinking, mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh, that's fun. The universe could just disappear at any moment. Um, so like don't like so don't hold back. Like I think it's so important to try to like live as like the thing that you want to be, mm -hmm. and like now like don't try to wait kind of thing of course feel when you're comfortable coming out and stuff like that but like just enjoy like you know being the awesome you you want to be um i am speaking as a 22 year old <laughs> but <laughs> i think it's so important I'm, that's what i'm trying to live by at any moment it's just like not trying to hide my sparkle because i know that it can go it's so much better to let it out than just like keeping it all it. Definitely. And so, you, you for sure sparkle. Yeah. You for sure sparkle. <laughs> Thank you. Keep on, keep on sparkling, please. Sparkle. Sparkle. I never thought about using that in like any of my, of my like pen names or anything. I'm thinking about that now. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Mm, what should I sing? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Well, while, while you think about what you're going to sing, I'll just do, I'll do my little <laughs> outro. Um, okay. I'll just take something to sing. Um, I'm going to say, I just want to say thank you, Joy, for, for being on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, it's been great talking to you and getting to know you more. I mean, I've, I've known you for a couple of years already just from the Discord, but it was it was really good just to have some one-on-one -on -one time with you. Uh, and thank mm -hmm. you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I, I'd love to have you on again, you know, in the future, maybe to hear your update or get you on a DDT or a roundtable or, or I, I would just, you know, I love to get get you involved and, and 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 get your representation get, get you out there that's awesome thank you Absolutely. so much thank you so much for having me again if this podcast episode goes well you're probably gonna be listening to it everyone <laughs> um, i was just so nervous about like you know talking um in general fantastic. i felt like i had nothing to share but you know billy is very very kind and says, I do have things to share. <laughs> everyone sweet. has things to share. Everyone has things to share. <laughs> you know, everyone tells me that their stories are boring, that their life's boring. And it's like, it might be boring to you because you lived it. But other people haven't heard these stories, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard your like, was, I, I learned a lot about you today. And it was, it was very interesting. And it was great to hear it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, I've chosen a song to sing from Steven Universe because we were talking Ooh, about that hear. earlier. Yeah, yeah, so, let's hear it. Oh, wait, shit. Right, let, me get the, let me get the lyrics. I'm going to forget. It's just, it's in the credits of every episode. So it just made me think, okay. like, okay, it's, you know, we're about to end. Um, here we go. If I could begin to do something that goes right by you i would do about anything i would even learn how to love when i see the way you look shaken by how long it took i could do about anything i could even learn how to love like you i love it i love it Credits Rebecca Sugar, not my Let's song. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for singing. Thank you, Billy. Really Absolutely. Send me the recording. I'll listen to it and probably cringe and uh, probably oh, no. okay. Honestly, I like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to leave the studio. I want to just end the call. How do I end the call? Oh.
If you enjoyed today's episode of the Cross Yas podcast and would like to share your story, reach out to Giselle or myself on the Cross Yas podcast website, Instagram, or Discord. Um, I'd love to hear your story. Your story deserves to be heard, um, just like I've been saying in this episode and many of the other more recent episodes. Um, I really feel like representation matters so, so much. Um, I just, I know just from speaking with a lot of people on here that even, even for myself, that hearing these stories have helped them out, uh, either figure themselves out or get to a better place in their understanding of themselves. Um, so, so please, if, if you'd like to share your story or you have want to reach out to me or, or talk to any of the other previous guests or some of the listeners, you can find us on the Cross Yas Confidential Discord, which can be found on the crossyaspodcast.com website. Um, and also, please share this share this podcast with your friends. Uh, you know, because if if this if you enjoyed it or this episode's helped you out, more than likely your friends will probably enjoy it, and they might they might help them out too. Um, but I would really love to send. My biggest thanks to Joy for taking the time to talk with me and share her story. Sing to me uh, a couple times. That was really, really sweet of her. I, I love having the new intro song with her in it. Uh, I hope she doesn't mind, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, oh, she told me she, I could. But anyway, uh, I also really appreciated that she sung us out. That was really cool. Anyway. Bye. I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story, have others come on the podcast to share their story, and to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender.